Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Are you serious? So there are plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you're killing some time with I, Marcus Bronzy. It sounds like I'm on a solo mission today without any other presenters. I'm going to be honest with you. We've had a day today where we've been up since 6 a.m. in the morning collectively as the How to Kill an Hour gang. It's now 7 p.m. And I think I'm probably going to be pulling a late one, but it's well worth it because I'm joined by somebody that I'd like to call a premium periscope professional. That sounds a little bit naughty, though, doesn't it? Hello, how are you doing? Could you please introduce yourself? I have never been introduced like that before. Premium Periscope pro- uh, professional, love it. Uh, my name is Alex Pettit, and I'm going to take that intro and just say I'm a premium Periscope professional. Triple P. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Alex, by the way? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me on the show as well. No problem, no problem at all. I'm going to be honest with you, the listener, we are, we are talking via Skype. And I feel like I'm being a little bit creepy at the moment, Alex, because I've not turned on the video, so I can see you and you can't see me. How does that feel, me just being like a black screen? I'm getting used to it. Usually, you know, two-way video, that's that's the way. But to be fair, you mentioned that. That's exactly how it is for me on Periscope. So if for, those, for your listeners that don't know what Periscope is, it's a live streaming app owned by Twitter. And, you know, all my followers can see me but the only thing i can see from them is their comments i wish i could see all their faces but uh yeah so i'm kind of used to it yeah yeah it's kind of like radio you know yes. you're talking to people and the only response you're getting are like little blips and blops of text and messages like that so yeah it's kind of similar so for those that have been living under a rock what is it that you exactly do alex so periscope as i was just saying it's an app owned by Twitter and um, basically yep. it allows you on your mobile device to go live at the touch of a button and so yeah we're coming up to the two-year anniversary now of the app and and that's exactly what I do on a day-to-day basis I go live and I do these more produced shows than um other people who maybe are showing the world, other people who are kind of, um, you know, giving advice or just chatting to people live. I tend to go down the more produced show route. And actually, um, I have a whole host of shows on my channel, anything from daily tech news to uh, I have just brought out a new show called App Finder, where each week I suggest three apps that people should download and try on their devices. Um, and it's great because I'm not on my own and kind of just broadcasting. Everyone comes in live and uh, I get this kind of instant feedback from the chat. So often in in my shows, you know, take AppFinder, for example, I'm uh, suggesting an app that people should download and suddenly the chat's flooded with just download it. I I love it. And it's getting like this instant feedback as I'm still live broadcasting. Awesome. And we love an app here on the show. So what sort of apps have you been into recently? What can you recommend for us and our listeners? So one of them that I recommended this week was uh, Snapseed. Have you ever heard of it? 
No, no, tell me about it. So I don't know, Marcus, if you're into kind of the selfies or or photos in general, but uh, Snapseed is a really cool photo editing app. It's actually made by Google for your Android or iOS device. And it's uh, hands down the best photo editing app that I've actually used on my device for for quite a while. So that's worth worth downloading. And then um, I just discovered as well something called Setapp, which is for those Mac users out there, it's a brilliant... Um, the, the easiest way to describe it, and it sounds slightly weird, is Netflix for Mac apps. And what it is, it gives you a whole host of over 60 paid Mac apps for a uh, low subscription fee of nine, uh, $9.99 per month. So you get like hundreds of pounds worth of apps and you're only playing a, fat, uh, a flat rate subscription fee. And it's really good. The apps on there are great. So that's another one I'd suggest as well for those Mac users. Okay, so that's Setup and Snapseed. We'll definitely put links to those in the description and obviously links to you, Alex. So you you mentioned that your shows are more produced. Mm-hmm. Can you talk us through how they're more produced? How like What's the difference sure. between watching one of your shows and, and sort of me going, oh, hey, I'm at the park, I'm playing football. Hey, yeah. guys, I'm live. What's the difference? So it's kind of when Periscope was actually first came out, um, the way that they brought it out was, it, very basic where you had to go live from your mobile device and you were even forced to just going live in portrait you couldn't broadcast in landscape and also one of the, the restrictions that they had in the beginning was um it, it didn't last you know it lasted for 24 hours and then that broadcast was deleted and, and no one could ever watch it again a lot's mm-hmm. changed with the apps and now broadcast can last forever if you want you can broadcast in landscape and one of the the big changes they had recently over the last few months is the ability to not just go live on your mobile device anymore but actually to firstly use other devices things like gopros things like drones which is great for action sports and showing different scenes Um, but more recently you've been able to um, push a more produced broadcast using external software so you can broadcast from your mac your pc if you're a professional broadcaster and you have you know encoders and, and big uh, vision mix setups so you're, we're, to- we're talking sort of uh, tv channel type setups mm-hmm. you can push those very professionally produced studio quality broadcasts to the periscope and twitter platform now as well so my shows have kind of taken that and I've uh, built a bit of a home studio here and I have a multi-camera setup allowing me to, uh, to, to have different camera angles to bring in uh, external video feeds, have Skype guests on live, play in um, p- past recorded videos and, and produce a much more uh, like studio quality show that you'd kind of expect to see on TV, but that has the great interaction and, and live comments from the viewers um, it, within it as well. They they look really really good. They look really Thank amazing. You. And how hard is it for someone who has very little knowledge of this to sort of try and do what you do? Mm-hmm. I think f- for the great thing about Periscope is no, it doesn't really matter whether. Uh, you're just a beginner to live broadcasting. You can still use the app in its natural form of just downloading the app on your phone and hitting the go live button. And and everyone's really surprised that it is as easy as that. But it is. It's just a big red go live button. You put in a title, you hit it, and suddenly you're live. Uh, and any, anyone in the world can watch you and talk to you. And, and that's an incredible uh, power that the app really gives you. But then to kind of do these more studio quality produced broadcast that i i 
do on my channel. It does take time. You know, I spend sometimes hours beforehand building all the graphics and I, I create all my own lower third graphics or my own opening title videos and things like that. And that does take a lot of time, but uh, I think it's worth it because number one, the viewers tell me they really enjoy these produced shows. And number two, um, I actually enjoy the challenge of doing it as well. And uh, yeah, I love it. Okay, and you're one of the top periscopers in the world, and I'm not I'm not over exaggerating. You are one of the top guys out there. Do you feel a little bit of pressure now that to, to keep your content at 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 the top quality? Yeah, you feel that like pressure to do new things because you know, like you mentioned drones briefly, but mm-hmm. if you check out Alex's Twitter, you actually see him messing with the drone. Drone, and I presume you're you're periscoping when you're using that drone, right? Yeah, there's definitely I've definitely felt over the last uh, probably year now a pressure to not just stay ahead of the curve, but I've kind of set the bar of the type of content that I do. So in the the early days, you know, I could just almost just go live in bed and have a chat and I can still do that because a part of my following do, uh, do like that. But now I've got to the stage where I'm starting to work with brands and, and doing all these brand deals and, and things like that. And, you know, they don't really want to see their brand ambassador in bed having a chat. There's there, there's a pressure to produce a certain type of content. And then you mentioned the drones. Yeah, there's um, they're amazing because everybody is when you see it for the first time, you're kind of wowed by the by this drone shot. And then when you realize like there's a second wave of wow that you realize that the person is also live. So you can kind of as a viewer sat at home, you can kind of control the action. I've often let my my viewers decide where I fly. And, and so someone will say, well, hey, what's that over there? Um, and, and so I take my drone over there and it's a jet skier, for example. That's absolutely wicked. That's, that's, that's so cool. Uh, how, how did you get into Periscope? What, what drew you towards it in the first place? Um, I've always had a bit of um, a thing with live broadcasting. So my background is I out of university, I was working for a social media agency and a production house. And I was basically with them producing live content on YouTube for, for brands such as Hewlett Packard and Nike um, and producing branded content, but live content on YouTube. And I would just so happen to be doing a job again for this production agency at Twitter the day that they launched Periscope. And so I just got chatting to a couple of the Periscope, uh, sorry, to a couple of the Twitter employees who said, well, hey, we've just about to launch this new app. Maybe you should try it out. So I was one of the first people to actually download the app and start broadcasting on it. And there's a kind of funny story that I don't tell too much, which is I downloaded it that day, the day it came out, did my first broadcast and then pulled a sickie from work the next day because I was... I just wanted to spend the day learning the app. Um, really? Yeah. I, 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 the instant I ended my very first broadcast on Periscope, I turned around to um, the guy called Dan Biddle, who was head of broadcasting at Twitter at the time. He's now moved on. And I, I just said to him, this is going to be huge. And I, yeah, I pulled a sickie the next day from work and decided I was going to learn everything I could about the app. Uh, and then I think... You know, for the next six months, I spent my time on the app. My my shows in the beginning were all about teaching people the things that I had learned and the tips and tricks that I had learned about how to periscope and, and command an audience. Um, and yeah, that I just blew up out of nowhere. I think I got over 100,000 followers in, in something like six or seven months. And now yeah. I've grown to over a quarter of a million. And it's it's insane. 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an amazing size of audience to just sort of live broadcast to. You you do broadcast live, but I've noticed that a few of your broadcasts, quite a few of them at 10pm. Is there a specific reason for the 10pm broadcast? Yeah, I guess um, a lot of us are trying out different things to see, basically still A-B testing about what works and what does what do our audience like. And so I've noticed just from certain analytics and having a chat to my audience that about 80% of my audience are US-based. So I tend to do a lot of my broadcasts towards the evening here in the UK, which is sort of morning for Pacific time, uh, uh, early afternoon for Eastern. And right. so that just fits my audience. But really for, for anybody, the app was designed in the beginning that if something happens or there's something that you want to share, it's super easy to to go into the app, just two, two touches of a button, and then you're live and sharing that with your friends and family. Awesome, Matt. And with regards to live, mm-hmm. do you think that the fact that you can just, at the flick of a button, share with the world everything that's going on, do you think that means that live is the way forward for social media? Uh, I think so. And there's there's kind of a couple of reasons for that. Like num- Number one is that nature of, it's kind of cool to watch a live broadcast and to, as a viewer, know that this is happening right now um, somewhere in the world. And it certainly seems to have got more and more traction and popular with the likes of Facebook and Instagram delving into live as well. I think people are just now starting to get used to seeing something live on their timelines. And, um, you know, there were the early adopters. And I think we're now just getting onto that next stage where people are starting to get used to and even wanting to experiment with it themselves. Um, So one of the things that I think is or, or does really appeal to live is the fact that it is completely raw and very authentic and and um kind of in a world where social media these days type things like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook kind of feel like people's highlight reels of their life you know when you look at mm. an instagram photo you know they that person behind the instagram photo has maybe taken sort of 20 photos at different angles and lighting and they picked the best one and stuck a filter on it and things like that but with live broadcasting whether it be periscope whether it be facebook live there isn't a redo button it is you are live and anything can happen and i think that's a bit of a a breath of fresh air in in the um, social media world so i do think it, it has a lot of traction uh, in the future yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of sort of real and gritty i mean i don't mind a little mistake here and there i think it makes it feel quite natural yeah what's the what's the funkiest mistake that's happened to you in your live <laughs> broadcasting because you're working with the internet and we all know yeah sometimes the internet doesn't work sometimes computer and tech doesn't work oh there's been so many like tech annoyances i think i've started a broadcast maybe six or seven times because the internet has died and annoyances like that but i'd say kind of mess ups there's been i've been live doing a an interview on periscope and i've knocked the mic clean off the desk that was one of them there's also Mm. kind of the awkward things where you're you're interviewing someone and the interviewer has just kind of taken a, a car crash almost turn for the worst i remember i was in LA at a Samsung party and my audience were really really excited because um, they could see Casey Neistat the the vlogger mm, mm, uh, the mm. very like huge blown up um, YouTube vlogger really nice guy and so I was like you know what I'll try and in- interview him for you guys because uh, I was saying hey look, look there's Casey and that's the again the cool thing about live I actually didn't notice but he was there and they pointed it out so they kind of took control of my broadcast and said hey can you can you interview him 
So I, I went over and the poor guy, I have to say, he must have done maybe like a hundred interviews that day. He obviously was not in the mood to, to, for me to interview him live on Periscope. So it, the interview kind of took a bit of a car crash. He almost he kind of like walked away. Um, and yeah, those things happen live, but at, at the same time, they're great to see live because it is raw and, you know, it's, it's authentic. If I'd have done that on somewhere like Instagram and tried or tried to record it on YouTube, I almost certainly would have cut the whole thing out of my vlog or out of my Instagram story. So, but it happened, it happened in real time and there's nothing I could do about that. Hey, these things happen. Everybody has a bad day. Even Casey does. <laughs> So except Casey would edit it out of his YouTube videos. You just leave it in and keep it real, Alex. That's it. Um, can you tell us about hashtag scope for good, please? Yeah, it's um, it's something we set up or uh, a guy called AJ Joshi, who I actually met on Periscope, uh, really amazing entrepreneur, kind of came to some of us in the early days of the app saying, we've, we've all built this following on the app. Uh, let's do something good with it. And so it, that's exactly what it is on the Tim. We try and use our followings to raise awareness for whether it be charities or at the, like events. So at the time there was, um, I think it was like the Haiti earthquake that we were raising awareness for and just trying to, uh, to raise awareness for events that, that need it with our following. And there was about at the time 10 to 15 large broadcasters. Um, and we, we still do. We still kind of have a have a group WhatsApp where if we feel like there's a major event happening in the world that needs a, a bit of a light shone on it, then we'll all band together and try and do that. Would you like to or how would you like that to grow in the future? What would you like Scope for Good to, to be doing? Um, it's hard because I I personally try and steer clear from the like asking for donations and things like that because mm-hmm. it's not a registered charity or anything like that so i think um there's like murky waters there that we try and stay clear of but i think you know uh, for me it would just be great to grow the the kind of band of broadcasters so that when there is a message that needs to get out we have a much wider reach i mean there's some huge broadcasters that are part of scope for good but you know even people with a hundred, a thousand or whatever followers, they can still make a difference and reach people that maybe we don't know. So yeah, I think it would be nice to see that band of, uh, band of brothers grow, grow larger. I like the sound of that. That's, that's, it's good to hear somebody who's interested in doing that from the start. Um, it, you know, sometimes you see a lot of people that are in positions where they have a massive reach and influence and you're like, Oh, come on, man. Just like, you know, do a bit of good of it. So it's good to see that you're doing that, Alex. Yeah. With regards to Periscope, what you know you're someone who's hands-on mm-hmm. with periscope feel now you've obviously got a great relationship with twitter because obviously you use their 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 product in in a really really powerful way mm-hmm. what can you see happening with periscope in the future how can you see the app developing yeah it's a really good question because i think we're at a time where uh, there's lots of questions going around and and things like you know has facebook put the nail in the coffin for, for Periscope and other live streaming apps out there. And there's people wondering, will Periscope as an app disappear and just become, you know, Twitter live? For me personally, I think um, I think Periscope as an app will stick around for a while. I think it ha- still has a lot more to give. The Although you can go live direct from Twitter without even having a Periscope account, I think there's lots of benefits to actually downloading the app such as, you know, there's a great discovery tool inside Periscope where 
there's a map and this map is covered in red dots and all of those red dots mean there's that somewhere you know someone is live so it's a great way to explore the world i've often kind of sat sat in a chair and lost hours by just tapping on these red dots in in and around america or africa and exploring a safari somewhere um so i think personally i feel the app is here to stay for the next few years and i think in terms of like things that we can expect in in the future Periscope doesn't yet have monetization, but I know it's something that is on the cards. So in the same way that YouTubers and, and YouTube creators are earning, some of them, an absolute fortune from their content through things like ads. And now they've just rolled out, you know, YouTube Live, which has even more monetization. I think we're going to see the same thing happen with Periscope, meaning that, um, Number one, the broadcasters currently on Periscope will be able to start making a, a living or, or generating some income. And number two, that sort that often attracts new broadcasters as well and, and new talent. So I think um, that we're going to get a load of great new talent on the app as well, which is exciting. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited about the future of both Periscope and Twitter. Excellent. What about the future of you, Alex? What can we expect from your Periscope forthcoming? months and maybe the year <laughs> i'll let you know when i find out it's a, always um an interesting ride for me personally because uh, although i am a, a periscoper and i do i broadcast on the app pretty much daily i also have the other side of me which is i'm a consultant for brands of broadcasters brands and broadcasters about live streaming so i'll work with a number of uh, both brands and broadcasters to set up their large scale events so i just did something for for example with e-channel for the oscars where um they rented out a, a, a suite uh, from a mm -hmm. hotel and filled it with celebrities and then we we did a full vision mixed production live on their facebook page so i have got a number of those types of uh, things with various brands and broadcasters for the next few months um and then yeah more shows on periscope and a lot of travel uh, I'm being told over the next couple of months. I've just got back from three months in Miami, loving it out there. And uh, and yeah, going to go try and travel a bit more of America and, and possibly some stuff in Australia as well. Yeah, man. Um, check out the pictures on, on Alex's socials as well if you want to feel jealous because you, you're <laughs> quite, good at, quite good at getting some fancy pictures in there, Alex. Uh, I know that you do this uh, as a job with brands, mm -hmm. but I'm going to ask you for a little bit of free advice for our listener. If they want to up their Periscope game, can you drop a little bit of knowledge on us? No charge. I don't want an invoice coming through the post, Alex. <laughs> Always. No, no, no. Don't worry. Um, I think, <laughs> do you know what? The the biggest advice that I can give, and it's the number one thing that I think people of, often uh, just stop at, is they just say, well, am I too late? You know, am I too late to the game? Or, or is this really going to benefit me? Um, I know there might be some businesses out there saying, well, will it really benefit my business to, to get on Periscope? And I kind of feel like you can't, you have to just try it. You can't hurt or, or worry about, um, you know, how much time is it going to take me to build up a following? As it is, Periscope, you build up a following really quickly. It's one of the quickest apps that I was able to build a following with. When I mm. started Periscope as well, I had something like 300 Twitter followers and I built my Periscope from zero organically. 
And as I say, I think within six months, I had 100,000 Periscope followers. And that actually took me up to 15,000 Twitter followers. Um, wow. Because you're able to, com- to kind of send people from Periscope to all your other social platforms. It's a really powerful um, platform for doing that. So I think like biggest advice is kind of just do it and get started um, because a lot of people give up on that step. And then in terms of like advice for broadcasting, there's there's so, so much, but one of the biggest things I'd say is, and we spoke about it earlier, but keep it real and keep it authentic and keep it to you. Don't go and broadcast about, you know, a a topic that you don't really care about, but you know, it might get views, for example. Um, because what you'll happen or what will happen is you'll get bored really easy and drop drop off the app. I love technology, I love gadgets and stuff like that, so and travel. So predominantly that is what I I broadcast about um on a daily basis and it never gets boring for me and for that reason it never gets boring for the viewer. And um yeah, that's that's kind of those two bits of advice that I would give for those thinking about downloading the app. Awesome. Yeah, I can tell you real you are really into what you do. Like it really comes across when you're not traveling the world, setting up live <laughs> experiences for brands, taking pictures that make us all jealous, when you do like to kill a bit of time, how do you do that? I have a suspicion it's going to be gadget and tech orientated, but it might not be. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I would say it pretty much is. It's I, Even when I'm not doing something for social media, whether it be Twitter, Periscope or Instagram, I still kind of have a camera in my hand and I'm doing just some photography, which will probably end up on social media uh, or, you know, uh, or flying. Like I just got back before this, before we recorded this from flying my drone. I was like, I'm just going to put it up there. Um, But, you know, some of the other things I love doing, I'll go and um, drive to my local go-karting track and just kind of have a few laps there just to kind of get some real frustration out. Or, you know, traveling is actually um one of the things i i love the most and although it kind of ties in a lot with my job and i do do create a lot of travel content for my platforms it's also one of these things that i just love doing so yeah traveling go-karting flying all those things are an absolute pleasure lots of things with ing on the end yeah that's what you like to do um yeah well thank you very much for having a chat with us before i let you go please can you let our listener know how they can find you on which social media platforms i have a feeling that periscope's going to be at the top of the list probably (laughs) at the bottom of the list in the middle as well (laughs) all of them um the easiest way to find me across all platforms is uh just search alex pettit on periscope you can just go to uh, periscope.tv forward slash alex pettit or you can just search alex.live and that will take you straight there um on twitter it's at alex pettit same with instagram and the only kind of different one is youtube which is uh youtube.alex.live hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. 
And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Awesome. Thank you very much, Alex. Uh, all the best with periscoping. Uh, I'm going to watch more of your periscope stuff actually now because I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not the, I'm into periscope. Is it the thing I'm in, into the most? No, but you've kind of given me like a fresh view of it and I'm going to be, uh, I might do some Periscope for myself. Fuck it. Why not? I want to see some Periscopes from the studio. Okay, got a deal. You got a deal. <laughs> when, we're next, when we're next in the studio all together, we'll do some Periscoping and, and we'll make sure that we at you on Twitter so you can check it out. Thank, thanks very much, Alex. Um, yeah, I hope you have a great one. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me. No problem. So that was Alex Pettit, Periscope professional... What did I say again, Alex? Oh, no, <laughs> was I can't it remember. Professional... <laughs> Periscope producer and that was him joining us here on How to Kill an Hour there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there thank you for killing some time with us I've been Marcus Bronzy we'll be back in your Botox Cosmetic out of botulinum toxin A FDA approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you for full prescribing information including boxed warning visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Doug Olsoon.